two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? To one inept producer. Wikipedia! 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 Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, God so, damn it, before we get started here, um, and, you know, just to show what a clusterfuck this show is, <sighs> um, Dave mentioned here in the chat that none of us clicked a button to accept this recording. So, our, <laughs> I, you know, something wrong? It, it's fine. I actually found a setting that I could turn that off myself, that the company... Okay that a man, you know, gives me the zoom, they set it as an auto thing, but uh, it is apparently one of the things that I can change on my own. Oh, very well. Okay. okay. Well, I well so sorry now that, that we've cool. done that, <laughs> clearly now that we've lost two of our three <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good times. Um, Okay, so anyway, welcome back to yet another disappointing chapter of That Was Disappointing. We got myself, Joe, producer Dave, and we have our two guests, Josh and Jeff. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah, yeah that's it's thrilling. It's thrilling. <laughs> you guys are so Jeff happy. Jeff has a PlayStation 5. He's happy. That's right. I got more credit card debt and more games <laughs> than I time to play. Amen. <laughs> Well, um, I know I've been I've been um, I've been teasing out something, and at this point, I think I've oversold the surprise. Um, but I did want to share um, with my my esteemed colleagues here what I what I'm sporting is a new look, and this new look is the latest in men's fashion when it comes to facial hair, and I give to you the monkey tail beard. <laughs> that's right <laughs> round she goes just like it's yeah, next week. Like, you, you need to do the like one that goes all the way above your head oh you mean like you mean the, the oval frame i don't have yeah, enough hair on the top to do that but uh it could go all the way back and <laughs> yeah that's right i will uh, be providing lex with a photo of this for him to use on a post when he promotes this tomorrow or the next day so we what can ask our listeners all 14 of them if they think it's stupid or cool so oh, there you have we have more than 14 i i look if like that, a dick bat but this is me if that's a monkey tail then your mouth is an asshole then no the assholes actually would be back here because the tail comes off so the asshole is ah, yeah, yeah the tail curves around Just wait, is it only on one side yeah yeah haven't you seen pictures yeah. of this yeah it's only on one no. side only one side. Oh my gosh. Like so a, yeah, so it's two things. If you see me from this side, you think I have a goatee. But if you see me from yeah. this side, you think I just have one of those beards. But when you see me in the front, you don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Your wife must be so proud. Oh, she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> she said, you need to keep that for the podcast. And I said, cool. So then I did. And I went into work today 
And then I realized, fuck, I have a contractor coming in the morning. So there's going to be some guy I've never met seeing me with a mask on with one sideburn and not on the other. And uh, then I realized we also have a team Zoom meeting today with a bunch of people on my team that I haven't seen for a while. So it, it was it was a good day for this. So it's business in the back, asshole in the front. It's asshole everywhere is actually what it is. Okay. <laughs> asshole I just want to make sure. Around. Okay. It looks like it's just business on the left side of you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you're old. Oh, good God. All, All right. right. What is everybody sucks. drinking this evening? Let's see. There we go. Art, what are you drinking this evening? <clears throat> I am back to my Latitude 33 Honey Hips from... Who the fuck is this? Base Camp Brewing? Yeah. It's uh, it's quite potent, and it actually doesn't taste like it. It's like 8.5%, but uh, it tastes sort of like a, like an amber or a blonde. I think you should do a power hour with that next time. No, thank you. <laughs> about what you, about you, Lex? What, what do you, you got? Oh, hold on. I'm asking Jeff first. My bad. Okay. Uh, I'm back to my old faithful screwballs. Um peanut butter whiskey yum i'm like you josh i actually uh quit drinking i don't know for how long but uh yeah man i had to had to get back in shape it's been about a month so far so i don't even think about alcohol or crave it so nice um but i'm having some uh oolong mixed with uh peach tea and some water. Fair enough. Very good. What about you, Dave? <laughs> I got nothing. I was lazy. I didn't uh, prepare anything for Ooh. the podcast. Womp womp. Well, with your job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah um, Dave, this is your job. <laughs> this is all you have. <laughs> And I have uh, one of my usual concoctions here. I mix some cherry coke uh, with some whiskey. So that that I think that's that's happened a couple times. We just need to give that a name. Yeah, it's the, the Lex. Lex. Yeah, the Lex. Call it the Luscious and Lex. It's it's <laughs> interesting that you went with the monkey asshole cut because <laughs> I've I've often thought about um, getting mutton chops. And my wife will not let me do it. So it's, uh, it's you have to exert you know, your I, dominance, dear, Joe. Exert your dominance. Well, if I have mud and shots, if I have mud and chops, I just exude dominance. So that is true. That is true. So I just made the mistake of Googling monkey asshole cut. Um, it's not, ooh. it's called the monkey tail beard. Monkey, oh, asshole. monkey, monkey asshole it. will get you something totally different. <laughs> Yeah, lots of, uh, <laughs> lots of swollen baboon ass. <laughs> there it is. Monkey tail beard. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. So yeah. I guess we're starting off this evening then with Art's topic. Um, and Art does not remember his topic. Or I do. I, I did once I was uh, personally messaged. So this is a question that uh, I actually am going to have to ask producer Dave to tap in and provide an answer on my behalf or whatever, because I actually am asking a question that I cannot answer. And I want to ask of all four of you gentlemen, because you all are either parents or going to be parents. And no, this isn't a way of me hiding or, or revealing some sort of pregnancy announcement. 
Um, but you know, at some point we do want to have a family and I'd just like to know from each of you, we're never going to get it with that beard. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is the best, uh, contraception you could ever imagine. Um, but I would like to know what has every, each of you guys, what would you like to share is, uh, something that you have learned as a parent that you are surprised to have learned and something that you uh, may have heard that you said that's bullshit i don't believe it but it ended up being 100 percent true and you should have listened to begin with so, so just to make sure we're clear here just to make sure we're clear here we're start. you know usually when we do these topics the person speaking you know the the person with the topic goes first and you cannot go first because that's right. This is more of an informational thing for me. So I'm going to have to have Dave. I'm going to cede my time to Dave because he's the closest proxy I have uh, who is not one of the guests or you. All right. And he also is going to be a father. So I'm sure he's having some experiences in the pregnancy that oh. will relate to this sort of scenario. All right. So, so, so what were, what were your two, two questions? questions? Two, the two things are, what is something that you did not believe to be true about children or having a child that ended up being true? That makes you say, I wish I would have listened. And the other thing is what was a complete surprise or uh, something that you, that you did expect to happen. Okay. It's so, a pretty, pretty wide thing. I just want, essentially, uh, this will hopefully mine something meaningful and something funny. We'll see what happens. Okay. So what did I not expect uh, that actually that actually did happen uh, is, is your first question there, you know, just to clarify. Um, so um, kids take up a lot of your fucking time. I, um, you know, I, I've, I always understood it was a hell of a commitment, but I mean, dude, it is, <laughs> it, it's not, it's not a job. It becomes your life. It was, you know, for my first, even to this day, I struggle to find time to myself just to do anything. And, and I have one kid, I, I, I have no idea how someone on our panel like Jeff has four <laughs> and, and has maintained his sanity. I mean, I'm sure he has at least two au pairs in rotation. I work a lot. It, for the first year of my son's existence, I didn't even play a video game, you know, and even to this, you know, that's something that I used to, you know, from, from the time I would get home at night to the time I went to bed, as as you all know, I was very, very lonely. <laughs> I, I I would play a lot of video games. And it's something that for a year, I just quit cold turkey. You know, even now, um, you know, I just picked up a PlayStation 5 just recently. My kid is four, you know, will be five this April. And you know, I have I have held my PlayStation 5 controller about 10%. to the 90% that my kid has held it. Kids just take over everything. You know, my old man, you know, God rest his soul, used to, (laughs) you know, I always thought it was weird how at nighttime he would just reserve that time to himself and go in and read a book and pass out on our living room couch completely away from us. It makes sense now. (laughs) It makes perfect. and, 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 And not just because he was dealing with an asshole like me you know i mean it it makes sense now now as for your other question uh 
What's the second part again? I'm sorry, Art. What was the second question you had? <laughs> uh, something that uh, that was a, I guess, was a surprise to you. Was a surprise. Um, yeah. I mean, like, um, or I guess, no, I guess you sort of answered what the surprise was, right? Like, did somebody ever tell you that, man, you're going to be spending a lot of time with kids, and then you're like, fuck that, I don't believe that. Is that what that, because that was the I, two things. One is a I, surprise, and one is something you heard, but you just chose not to believe, but ended up being true. I will say the surprise, and I have to, and I have to laugh, because I've had this conversation with Dave as well, and, and Dave, as you mentioned, is going to be a parent soon about how, you know, you know, my son has an iPad and, you know, people scoff at that. And the thing is, is that my wife and I used to be of the mindset that when we, you know, that when, that when we had a child that, you know, oh, you know, he wouldn't watch a TV show until he was two years old. Dude, that shit goes flying out the window so quick. <laughs> I mean, he'll make your head spin. <laughs> Do you think that's because of COVID or is that because in general? Do you think that? Like, no, no, it's just in general. It's just in general. Like, I mean, it, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we spend, you know, all day and night with our kid, but, but at times we need to, our kid is extremely hands-on, which, which I'm sure a lot of kids are too, but it's constantly play me, play me, play, you know, wanting to play. And, after a long day and after playing with your kid for a few hours, it's like, yeah, hey, why don't you watch the iPad a little bit? <laughs> it, it, it's quiet time. So, yeah, that's just my two cents here on this. I bet you can't uh, wait until school opens up, huh? Exactly. Uh, let's go with the man of the hour, Jeff, next. Since, uh, since, since Jeff is completely... Uh, <laughs> Is completely in over his head there, Jeff. What do you have to I'm trying to figure out what I want to narrow my answer down to. Actually, <laughs> well, it, it, talking about this this topic, but yeah, in in case my question was a little bit muddled, Dave was really good and summarized it in the chat very concisely. Since I forgot what I had originally said. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to piggyback on what Lex said for a second too about the the iPad thing. Um, what you also realize is that your your kids will watch you and they mimic you. So Lex may not realize that when Joey was, you know, playing on the ground or whatever, and when Lex would relax, he'd play a video game. Well, Joey now is like, well, I want to play a video game too. And it's like what dad's doing. So they mimic your behavior even when you don't think they're paying attention. Um, so I think to answer your first question, um, what surprised me? Um, a lot of things surprised me about the child. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail, just real quick. So A, they're always listening, even when you don't think they are. They're not paying attention. Trust me, the sonar is on. They're paying attention. Um, I was I was very shocked at how much other parents judge you on everything. Uh, to Lex's point again about the iPad, like, oh, I would never give my kid a, an iPad. Man, <laughs> you do what you got to do to get through the day. And every day is a battle. And you just try and, like you said, keep your sanity, not go crazy, not go crazy on the kid, have the kid not go crazy on you. It's this weird tug of war. It's like a continual tug of war. But uh, yeah, I mean, we you know we've done some things where it's, it's like, oh, you know, you're doing that. I mean, like, yeah, we, we think it's okay. Pretty sure a kid's not going to want to be an axe murderer, but you know, because we gave him, you know, I don't know, a candy bar at three or something. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I call protective services. Um, but, uh, I think if I were going to say the thing that surprised me the most. Um, about having kids was the change that you experience as a person because before I had kids and it's so long ago it's hard to remember 
But like, you know, fun was getting some friends together on a Friday, Saturday night, going out drinking, going back to the house, you know, drinking some more, you know, and having a good time with your with your adult friends. And then fun becomes I'm going to Disney and we're watching a Pixar movie and your kids are having a good time. I mean, therefore, you're having a good time and, and getting together with other adults and socializing is still fun. But doing it every weekend it doesn't sound like fun anymore. It sounds quite frankly, it sounds exhausting. So where so it's before, pretty nice to have the the out, right? It's good to have that right. out of it's like, ah, I can't really go to your party because I got the kid, you know? Well, exactly. Well, I would never do that. That's something Lex would do. I would never do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, before you've been like, oh, we're gonna hang out with them on Friday and we're gonna see them on Sunday, and the next week we got them, and you're excited to generally hang out with these people, and now you're like oh, we only have one thing to do this weekend? Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, yeah, you, your idea of what fun is adapts to, to who you are now. Excellent. What about you, Josh? Um, I kind of have to just echo what, you know, Lex and Jeff have both said, because that's really true. Kids take up a bunch of your time, and you don't, like, you, you don't have, like, a plan of, like, what you want to do and what you want to accomplish in the day. And then you get sidetracked because you're like, you you want to like spend time with your kid, but you, it's like you're torn because you're like, I got to get stuff done too, or I just need a minute. But um, yeah, you end up spending a lot of time playing. They want to play all the time. I wake up in the morning, my daughter's like, hey, let's play, let's play yep. with the Barbie dream house. So I'm like, <laughs> can I have some like tea or something first? Um, and then also, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how like, you know, people always tell you, you never know love until you like have a child and it's like some, a part of you. And I, I never understood what that meant until I had my daughter. And it, it just like, it's, it's crazy how it changes you. Like, like when they're an infant, you can hear them when they're crying, like across the other side of the house, you can smell when they've like wet their diaper or like poop their diaper, like across the room. You're like, it's weird. It just changes you, but it's like awesome too. Cause you have this like newfound understanding of what unconditional love is. It's pretty awesome. Mm, well, I have to ask both, uh, I have to ask both Jeff and Josh as well, you know, s since we're all parents, do you guys also get shit sleep? Like I do being, okay. because I'm lucky usually if I average like maybe five hours a night. <laughs> okay. What's weird okay. is when you get like eight, and you're like, I don't even know what just happened. I know. Like, half my day is gone already. I don't know how, what I'm going to do now because I'm so far behind <laughs> on what I have to do, like what Josh was saying. So, I feel like also oh, – I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no. Go ahead. Um, I feel like also like by the time you get your kid to sleep, like that's your your me time. And mm -hmm. so typically I it's my me time. So I use my me time and I'll stay up like watching shows or stuff like – and that's why, like, I don't get sleep because I'm, like, having my me time later in the evening, closer to, like, midnight. Yeah, you're on, you're on point. You stay up later than you normally would because you want to get in as much of the things that you want to do in. That's yeah. what I would imagine is that's, that's the only safe harbor time. Uh, before we jump out of here, Dave, I'd like to hear your answers, uh, saving the best for last, because you are the man who's going to be a father. So perhaps these questions could be twisted to being pregnancy questions. So 
Maybe that's something, how I'm going to take it. Yeah, yep. something that surprised you about the pregnancy and something you heard that <sighs> was true, but you're like, bullshit, it's not, and it ended up being true. So something that I heard that was true was the whole nesting habit, wanting to make sure the place was totally clean. Didn't believe it. No, my wife has already scheduled our cleaners to do a complete deep clean like two weeks before the baby is due. So I was not expecting that. And that was like a total priority for her. Mm-hmm. Um, something that was a complete surprise, how hangry and quickly she gets hangry. <laughs> I just like, it's complete. It's like that. It's like happy, happy, happy. So yeah, yeah to have a Wilhelm scream. Not expecting that. Scream oh, after that. Well, that'll that'll happen. <laughs> Where the hell did I put that? God, I'm starting to have too many sound effects here. How would you score this, Dave? Um, I think we're all winners because we have children or children to be, oh, except for art. So, won't won't for art. Right now. <laughs> Negative five points. Whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So it looks like our next uh, topic then is coming to us from Josh. Josh, what do you have for us this evening? Okay, my topic um, wasn't original. I got it from from Dave, but I like it a lot. Um, My topic is your biggest, uh, most unpopular opinion. Um. So I'll preface mine by saying... Okay, okay war- warning for all of our listeners. We don't know what's going to happen here. So <laughs> listen at your own peril for the next 10 minutes. I need another drink. <laughs> Continue, Josh. So I'll preface this by saying I love um, sci-fi fantasy, historical fiction, um, all that kind of stuff. Um magic medieval stuff dragons you know all kinds of any of that is great love it anything in space great um but one movie that i do not like could never get with um or get into the books uh the lord of the rings uh it was crap to me they could have thrown nicholas cage into that and it wouldn't have changed into anything Oh, I just got to step in real quick. I like how you're saying they could have put Nicolas Cage in there and it wouldn't have changed the thing as if he would be the thing that brings the bar up. Like it's, it's almost like saying you could put Sir Anthony Hopkins in it and it would have made it terrible still. It's like, no, you put Nick Cage in it and it would still be bad. So I'm just liking the barometer of Josh's entertainment value system. Josh, I don't know if you've watched Clerks 2. Oh yeah, but all <laughs> that's think, hilarious. All I can think about is when they have the they have the argument, and Randall brings up, um, you know how you know just what horseshit Lord of the Rings is because it's literally guys just walking to do a task, doing said task, and then leaving and going home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't forget, and all along the way, it's like Samwise is like shitting bricks off in like Frodo's mouth or something like that. Or exactly. <laughs> Now, have you ever seen the cartoon from the 70s? Yes. Uh, I, I like, fell asleep. That's, okay, that's I was I was just taking a feeling. shot in the dark. I was hoping you hadn't seen it because then I could have tried to sway you, but I can't. <laughs> I have to agree with... I have to agree with Josh. I think uh, that's not my... 
that's not that's not going to be my answer but I, I i do believe that lord of the rings is grossly overrated um and it's not so much because you know it it, it just the story's like eh, i don't know i, I don't know i don't think there's enough boring the problem yeah. is you guys only watch the theatrical you have to watch the extended <laughs> reversions if you're going through mordor it better be like a 12 or 13 hour trip not a nine hour trip all right it has to take you the full 12 hours so i can have four hours of boredom to my nine boromir boromir died and i didn't give a shit i i mean it's like wait you know, a minute hold on where where well, damn it where is my thing spoiler alert <laughs> 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 like i mean he was the he, he was the 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 big death in the first movie uh, you know which which i know was a book which i know was a book you know but I mean, it was, you know, and it's like, okay, it's Sean Bean. He, he dies in everything. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, what's the big deal? <laughs> um, I, so I'm with you on that. However, I would have to say that my opinion, my controversial opinion here is that Stephen King is a hack writer. Um, I am. You son um, of a bitch. <laughs> I understand. I, I understand he has an, he's insanely talented. But I keep on thinking about the joke. I think it was a Family Guy cutaway gag. Yeah, where, yeah. <laughs> where Stephen King was in his publisher's office, and they're like, you know, you know, what's your new story? And he came with nothing, so he picks a lamp off the desk, and said, "Ooh, a spooky lamp!" Ooh, and like you know, that's the way. I, like I mean, I've, I, I've read. And and it, and I'm not just basing this off of one book. I've read, you know, I've read it. I've read Cujo. I've read. Uh, I, I believe I read The Stand. I, I read a. I've read a lot of his short stories. You, you know, and and I'm focusing solely on his writing as a horror writer um, because I am not familiar with the what's called the Dark Tower. Um, you know, so I I haven't read the Dark Tower. I, I can't talk about that, but it just. The writing style does nothing for me. Um, you know, I, I I know there's some parallels between the Dark Tower and like Stephen King's It, but when it got to the whole scene where the kids had an orgy down in the spoiler room, right? This was just in the book, not in the movies. Um, and oddest when, scene in the whole damn book. <laughs> and and when they talked about you know that the world or the universe was on a turtle's back, and hey, again, spoiler alert, Jesus, and, Joe. And the turtle choked to death, or something. And it, it, it Spoiler was just, alert! And 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 in Cujo, it sounds like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. Like like you, you know, a story's bad, and that the characters are unlikable when you're rooting for the fucking dog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's how bad the novel was. So, okay, that's my piece. Uh, who wants to go next, that? Jeff or Art? I'm curious. Nobody disagrees. What, what Nobody disagrees with with what with what Lex just said. Well, I mean, I, I Stephen King is a is a huge influence on me, in that I, I have tapered off significantly as I've gotten older. Unfortunately, for lack of time or just lack of inspiration, but I used to write a lot when I was a kid, and I used to write a ton of short stories, and they were all horror. And it was because I think the first book I read from ever was a horror book uh, as a horror book was Pet Cemetery, And then it went from Pet Cemetery to Tommyknockers to The Dark Half. I mean, I went through a whole shit ton of, of Stephen King stuff at a way, way, way too young age. Like, I mean, reading this shit when I was 12. I mean, that's how I learned about 
Pall Mall cigarettes and I learned all about getting hand jobs in the bathtub from your wife and all sorts of fun things. Um, but what, his, what was that from? That was in Pet Cemetery. Okay. Dark Hap was Pall Mall. Um, okay. Actually, a lot of his books too. But anyway, the point is, is like, there was just something, maybe it's because I was so young and I was impressionable and it just really stuck with me. But I've always enjoyed his stuff. But I look, I will absolutely admit 100%. A lot of his endings suck donkey ass. Um, some like it's like he can literally build up something so well, and all of a sudden it's just like, what the fuck was that? Um, Tommy Knockers comes to mind. Pet Cemetery, I actually like the ending. I think that's probably was a good book that I started on because it was just so open and nihilistic. Now I'll tell you what was a shit show. Dreamcatcher. That was a fucking shit show. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. Dreamcatcher, they made the movie about it with uh, Tom Jane and Donnie Wahlberg and uh, the fucking Jason Lee and a bunch of people. Anyway, I, I like him. I can certainly see a lot of his problems. And I think that comes from him just literally pumping out, what, uh, two books a year almost at this point? Yeah. But whatever. Um, but this is unpopular opinion time. So we're all going to be saying shit that's just going to be a little off the rocker. Because, hey, I love Lord of the Rings, too. Josh. I have to agree with you, Art. Uh, I actually like The Shining and uh, The Sleep Doctor. Those were great. Turned to a Stephen King topic. <laughs> <laughs> but first, I, I want to hear what Burke has because I'm still trying to to hammer down on what my unpopular opinion is going to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually thinking about taking it out here. Um, <laughs> here's my unpopular opinion: um, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Where do we find these people, Dave? Where did you yeah. find this Joe and this this Jeff? But, this but Josh Jeff guy's okay, up. but you know. This is what happens but when Jeff. we don't get the questions ahead of time. You know, I'm thinking of my feet here. Um, but no, Jeff brought up a great topic. No, I mean, like, I mean, you know, Jeff brought up a great point about that once before on a prior show where he said, you know, well, if it was set around a Halloween party, would it be like a Halloween movie? The answer is no. Yes. Yes, if it was if it took place on Halloween, yes. <laughs> so I, I won't retread that ground. We won't bring that back up again. All right. So here's my real answer. Um, and I, I just got into this too. So I missed this when it was on the air. The the show The Office, Steve Carell show. Yep. It's not that great. Like it's got a cult, it's got a friends like cult following. And yeah. in my hallway at work, probably two times a day, every day, I hear some reference to the show and i'm like mm -hmm. i watched a little bit of it a while like when it first was on the air and i was like it's a sitcom it's all right um but for me comedy is one of those things where you'll get a laugh out of me when i see something i don't expect to happen like i can't predict what the joke's gonna be i don't see it coming that's what makes me laugh and i could like write that stuff because it seemed like it was so hacky and i'm like oh i know exactly what michael's gonna do i know exactly what Dwayne's gonna do and um doesn't even know his name. It's Dwight. Dwight yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the, the, but the point is, I'm, I'm watching it, and, and I, I, I'm like in season five. Okay, so I'm in the meat of it or whatever. And yeah, there's a couple funny things here and there. There's a couple episodes that stand out, but for the most part, it's like I'm just watching a. <laughs> what the fuck was that? that? Was I mean, hot. God bless you, Josh, but that sounded so funny. <laughs> It was like an electrical storm of disruption. Yeah, it was. 
I kind of want to keep that in there. I was going to edit that sound out, but now we're all laughing too much. It would be silly to cut it out. So anyway, wow. did you guys just see this? Book? Sorry, yeah, Jeff. It was crazy. Um, so anyway, yeah, sorry. Dwayne, uh, Dwight, Jesus. Dwight, uh, like, you know, he does this stuff and then Michael does that and it's all kind of like, okay, okay, I guess it's funny. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get the popularity of the show. I don't get the characters are interesting. I'll give them that. And yeah, there's the love affair between Pam and Jim. But as far as pure comedy goes, it's kind of eh. Let me ask you, Burke. So uh, do you like or dislike that mockumentary style of of tell of show? Like Parks and Rec is done in the same style. I heard about that, but um, I haven't seen that, so I can't comment. Um, I don't think I neither I neither dislike nor like it, I guess. It's okay because I would also categorize part of it. I would also categorize part of it as cringe humor because it's awkward situations that you kind of don't want to watch. I mean, they they did a lot more of it early on. Like the first season is very much like the British show where it was very, very cringy. And you're just like, oh, and that was where the humor came if you were into that sort of thing. Yeah, no, I've heard that sort of Because there's definitely some scenes like the where Michael proposed to his girlfriend after like, I don't know, they've been dating for a few weeks at the one one girl's birthday party or wedding or whatever it was. Oh, you know, you're talking about at Diwali. Yeah, Diwali. Yeah, exactly. Where she shows up in a cheerleader costume because he said it was a costume party. Wow, somebody's an Office fan. <laughs> oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, if I could turn my camera around, I have a poster for Threat Level Midnight right here, <gasps> and then I have a signed uh, placard for Dunder Mifflin with Rain Wilson, Jenna Fisher, Steve Carell, and John Krasinski over there. Well, we have given you a lot of ammo now, Art. What is your unpopular opinion? I'm going to make it short and sweet. Um, With very, very, very few exceptions, all superhero movies are the same, and they bore the shit out of me. I find superheroes as a genre incredibly, incredibly repetitive, extremely boring, not very entertaining, and um, yeah. Short of the Batman, the Nolan Batman, like the first two, uh, I'm hard pressed and to, to really enjoy them because it's literally the same story told over and over and over again. And people could argue that almost all stories we watch are the same stories told over and over and over again, if you ascribe I, to Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. But superheroes, I just don't give a shit about. So, And I know that's a thing that a lot of people jizz all over the place for. I just don't jizz on uh, come on uh, heroes. Art, what's the highest grossing film of all time? I believe Avengers Endgame. Or I just want to check that fact, that's all. Oh no, hey, I totally know because you know there's a lot of neckbeards out there who needed to know how it ended. And look, I'm not gonna Maybe. lie, those two movies I did enjoy, but that's because they weren't about superheroes. They were they were essentially the denouement of a giant arc of a story. And not they only were, that. They were like the, the end cap of a major saga and they had their own unique telling. And not only that, but it was a two-part movie that whereas these comic book movies where they're always <laughs> making the villains and they build them up for 10 minutes and then they're, and then they lose at the end, you know, which like you said, every superhero movie is rinse, repeat, you know, mm-hmm. with Avengers again, spoiler alert. Wait, 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 Thanos, hold on. I have a sound thing for that. Spoiler Thanos alert. Thanos won. Thanos, Thanos did won. win, and that was a pretty big fucking surprise. Yeah. So I give it credit. So Dave's yelling at us. We're three minutes over. Dave, score it up. 
Okay, the one I least agree with is Josh. So, Josh, you get negative five points now. Lord of the Rings is awesome. Uh, <laughs> as far as movies go, out of all the like mega trilogies, that set of movies has the most Oscars. Uh, Joe, I completely agree with you. Stephen King overrated. Are you off His your fucking meds or something? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you get. 50 points. Thank you, sir. Well, I guess it brings me to I guess it brings me to my topic, which I switched up, Dave. I do apologize uh, because Uh-oh. I want to... You're going to make me update this spreadsheet? What is that <laughs> thing that's... Oh, that's your glasses. Okay. I want it to be I want it to be a little topical here. Um, and the reason being is because you have a subreddit right now, Wall Street Bets, that is kind of laying siege to the stock market. Which, by uh, the way, I was misled with that recent thing where they said, AMC is going to go to Mars. You know what? My AMC stock has gone down. So fuck you people. <laughs> well, well, here's what I have to say. So so here's, here's my topic. Here's my question to you all. Um, a lot of people bought into GameStop early. Um, you know, a lot of people have, like, I mean, hundreds of shares. And... So my question is, let's say that you were this person, and I understand sticking it to the man in this scenario, uh, because hedge funds have been fucking over people, like, like, of course, it all goes back to 2008 with Wall Street. But again, not this podcast, I don't want, want to make it overly political here, but if you were the kind of person who had just made hundreds of thousands of dollars in the stock market with this crazy GameStop thing, would you sell? Or would you be like everybody else who is screaming to hold the line right now? So I have to answer. I've seen people post on Reddit uh, pictures where they've made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of GameStop alone, and they are holding the line more power to them. I commend them for their bravery, for sticking it to these, these, these groups. But if that was me, I would have gotten the fuck out a long time ago. Like, I mean, that is life-changing money. And don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or anything else, but you know, I, I do, you know, I'm pretty well off, but when you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, like like I said, that's, you know, regardless of your station in life, that's life-changing. And it might very well result in a victory for the, for the hedge funds. But I mean, it's something that, it's something that I would, that I would have to bite the bullet on. Like, I mean, I would have to cash that stuff in. Um, once again, more power to these people who are holding the line. My heart goes out to them, but it's something I could not do. Let's actually go with Art next, uh, just because, as Art mentioned, uh, with AMC, uh, he <laughs> that has not taken off just yet. But as you've seen, GameStop is continuing. Well, I think it's been going down a little bit as as of late, but it's uh, people are still holding the line, convinced it is going to explode. What do you think, Art? If if you were in the same boat, what would you do? Well, if only I would have had a little more time to cue this up, this would answer your <laughs> question. So I don't even know if I'm in the right part of the song. Son of a bitch, damn it, too far. <laughs> what song is that? Oh, wait, <laughs> while you put that together. 
let's have Jeff go next then. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, wait, here goes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Well, it, it, at least my foul, my failure was as entertaining as it could have been. Um, yeah, no, fuck that, dude. The market is so volatile and so unpredictable that when you see excessive gains like that, I would, uh, no, man, like that's like life-changing. Uh, unless the people who were doing this, they already had hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank and then this would like literally just double their money or whatever. You know, if you're like a Tom Digger Harry who's just like literally threw down a grand into these into these smaller, you know, stocks and then all of a sudden you now have a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars worth, that's life-changing. I would get the fuck out because I'm not going to lose that just because of a bunch of fucking neckbeards on the internet trying to piss off the man. And hey, I love the idea of pissing off the man because I, th I think fucking the hedge funds is great. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to hold the line because I can't afford to hold the line. You know, I got bills to pay. I got a fucking mortgage. I can't be doing this. So look, if it, it's Vegas. That's what they're treating it as is Vegas. At the same time, they're trying to treat it like an investment. You don't go to Vegas and you say, hey, I'm going to keep riding this shit on the roulette wheel. Once you hit it big, you get the fuck out. So look, either you admit they, you know, that you admit that you're playing the market like it's a slot machine or you act like an investor. You can't do it both ways. And I think that's what they're doing. So I, I love that for anyone out there listening right now, I tried to be very diplomatic with my answers, you know, talking about these people's bravery and how, um, you know, how they're more courageous than I am and so forth. And then Art's like, fuck these neck beards. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. But, you know, I, I could say that now because we don't have enough people listening. Um, you know, come back to us in a year and maybe we have more expansive listenership than I'll probably have to temper myself or I'll just have to really go off the grid so you can't find. Oh, no, you said it now. You yeah. said it now. Cancel yeah. culture. I would love no to see people curious. sift through 32 episodes of this fucking show to get to that one quote. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> All right, Burke, what do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat with both you guys. Yeah, I'm going to take this approach. There's a very fine line between being courageous and foolish. And uh, I think the people that hold the line there are just being foolish. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been following Wall Street bets for a few years now. Um, you know, they call themselves autists uh, because they don't make well-informed decisions. And uh, they have a tendency to put a lot of, you know, they play options. First of all, as Art said, there's a big difference between investing and what those guys are doing. Those guys do puts and calls. It's a complete gamble. Um, there's no long-term growth they're looking for. They're looking for short wins and pull their money out and then reinvest it for another quick win and, you know, cash that out into a Tesla or house or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, the short answer is absolutely. In fact, my, the money, my money never would have hit a six-figure salary because I would have pulled it out long before then. As soon as I probably <laughs> made a thirty percent profit, I would have pulled it out and you know, <laughs> moonwalked my way across the living room, <laughs> so, all the way to go buy your next PlayStation Five. Exactly, exactly. Um, historically, I haven't been very successful to market. You know, I'm probably the break-even guy. Um, so for those that get that big win, yeah. You, Take the money and run. That's simple. Josh, right, Josh, uh, Josh, do you support our stance or are you going to go a different direction here? <clears throat> well, I'm not one to gamble. And I, I, I pretty much agree with 
everybody else's sentiment towards towards it all. It's just it's that's a big gamble. And if you did like win some big money like that, that's like life changing. Yeah. I mean, we're just like regular Joes. We're not like people who have like expendable hundreds of thousands of dollars to do with whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, if I was uh, lucky enough to to get something like that, I would just cash it out and invest it. Now, now let me ask, just because uh, you know Dave has been writing here in the chat, and again, this episode is going to be a little bit more topical because it's going to air not long uh, after we're recording. However things can change <laughs> between now and then. And for all we know, perhaps everybody who has a share in, well, I should say a few shares in GameStop will be, will be multi-millionaires a week from now. Doubtful. Because as, <laughs> because as Dave is sharing here, it's been dropping in value. It's, it's, yeah, I don't, it brings to mind, um, I think, Jeff, we had a conversation recently where you actually mentioned that, you know, you've been following Wall Street Bets for a while. And you said that a lot of posts you've seen have been people were like, oh, I'm doing this wild and crazy thing. And then they like completely bankrupt themselves. Did, didn't you say something like that? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So <laughs> you follow that thread for a long time. Um, there's a lot of people, um, and, and I don't think they're bullshitting, that have literally bet their entire life savings because they – it, it it's greed right they they see these other guys who get lucky and they're like oh my god they turn they turn twenty thousand dollars into two hundred thousand dollars in three weeks i can do that too and, you know and and, and they got this <laughs> thing right these guys are placing bets on memes somebody makes a meme <laughs> uh, pl uh, playing your electronics that was the big one a couple months ago i mean guys were putting in thirty fifty thousand dollar calls and sometimes they would hit and they'd have a half a million bucks and then they would take that money, they turn it around, and they would lose it all. And you know, a lot of these guys, like I said, if you look at the profiles, these young guys, no responsibility, <laughs> right? No mortgage, no kids, no wives, and it's just play money. And um, yeah, but that, yeah. that's a really a great of way that. of putting it: is that these people are betting, betting on a meme. And like yeah. to think about that idea that if there's a picture with the impact font in all capitals. And that's what you're using as a directive of how to invest your money. Yep. Well, maybe things turn out the way they should. That's why they're autists. That's right. <laughs> yeah, face fuck. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, sure. Before we before we get our score here, I know that Dave is knowledgeable about the stock market as well. Dave, yes. is there anything? Is there anything you would like to add here? Uh, you know, sorry, Dave. Go ahead. I disagree with everybody. I'm the type of person who walks away from the table as soon as I get a profit. So uh, I probably do Jeff's 30% and then walk away. So you're like uh, Christian Bale's character in the big short. I don't remember that movie, but sure. <laughs> How do you not remember one of the most complicated movies that's ever come out? <laughs> because it was so complicated. How would you God score this game? Well, everybody agreed, so everybody gets uh, 300, or no, what is that, 460 points, which was the high for GameStop. So, yeah. Excellent. actually brings us to our, to our last topic, which is, which is Jeff, and I hooked up Jeff with the topic, so go ahead, Jeff. 
I wow us. will save your topic for a future podcast. Oh, okay. he's gonna All he's right. gonna he's gonna Fuck do me. it live, as Bill O'Reilly would say. Yeah. Fuck it, we're gonna do it live. Um, all right. So this is something that's come up in other areas, but I'm curious on your guys' answers. So, you know, obviously a lot of us uh, do like science fiction, fantasy kind of stuff. So if you could live in any, I'll say movie or video game world, which one would it be and why? Anything. Nothing's off the table. Oh, you have to go first. Oh, I have to go first? Okay. My answer is Caligula. Um <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Um, a lot of them policies I liked. Uh, but would you be one of? The, I'm cl- I'm guessing you're one of the rich people then, because there's oh, yeah, a yeah, lot of course. poor people who got fucked over. Those people who had their heads mowed off and all that shit. Yeah, that not a good side to be on. In, like, you, know, you, you know what's funny is too. Um, since we talked about The Witcher earlier, um, I thought, hey, it'd be a really great universe to live in. But then I thought, if you really think about it, there's only a handful of people that are having a good life. Everybody else. Is- <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're not the hero, it would be a pretty <laughs> shitty place to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take uh, Caligula uh, and uh, be a senator. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, um, so those orgies, uh, you were totally cool with the... Uh, with mixing it up there just because as they say you know when in rome yeah you, you, you uh, got to uh, uh, uh. nice job nice. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> uh josh what do you think about this <laughs> um i'm just happy i got jeff to to, to admit he fuck a guy Go ahead, Josh. Oh yeah, <laughs> lifestyle <portion. laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of of a place where there wouldn't be any assholes. <laughs> but, you mean literally or figuratively? Like a race where there's no buttholes, or a place where there's no bad people? Uh, mm, I guess it depends on your definition of asshole. Um, I'm not talking about anuses where poop comes out. Um, okay. I'm yeah. talking about just like fucking shitty people, <laughs> but you can't really escape that. So, oof. I would like to live in adventure time. That's what I would live in. That's my world. Cause you can literally do anything in that world and you would mostly don't die. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I would do. Well, well, if you avoided Mordor, wouldn't Lord of the Rings be be the place to live? It's very calm and boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody's pretty nice there. I see how that all comes full circle now. See what you did. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have, what, a, a second breakfast or? Oh, you have second breakfast. You have 11 Z's. Then you have noons and lunch. Yeah, fuck yeah. Shit. Um, well, I I don't know if I feel right speaking. Well, I I was gonna say that that Art should go next, but since Art walked away, I guess I can go next. Um, I had to get a I'm, beer. Damn it, I'm back <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I'm going to steal Art's topic. So I'm. So, I don't know. I might surprise you. <laughs> okay. Well, well, why don't you go next? It's my little pony uh, land. I was gonna say solo. Or 120 Days of Solace. No, nobody's heard of that movie. Are you kidding me? 
100 okay, good. Days at, at least, at least Joe would get it. <laughs> the Marquis de Sade. No, no, no. The movie, the Italian film. That yeah, that's based, based off, off of, that. of the Marquis. Yeah, exactly. That one. Yeah. Work. Of course, I clearly have to be part of like the rich people, you know. The yeah. Marquis de Sade, who was obsessed with eating shit, shitting on people. Um, all kinds of lewd s- sexual things involving torture and dismemberment and death. This is your dream world. That's the one. <laughs> Please I'm go on. Guy. I'm just kidding. That's not it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, actually, again, if, since I'm going off the caveat that we can choose the type of character or, or status we're, we're claiming in this world, uh, Rick and Morty, as long as I could <laughs> hang out with Rick. Um, if I could be with Rick, like everything about that is just so, it's so, so fantastical and there's so much crazy shit. And I can't remember the name of the life simulator game they play in the arcade where you live somebody's life for like their their, like eternal time, but you've always been playing for like four minutes, like Jim or Pete or whatever the hell it's called. (laughs) I just like that idea would be hilarious. So yeah, even though I've seen like the massive amount of emotional damage that Morty goes through (laughs) to endure what happens with Rick, I think that would be an interesting universe to live in just to see the wonders of the multiverse. So, but but he's got that device that pulls out uh, Morty's memories. So he does. Yeah, he he stores them all. Yeah, so you can always take out the bad memories too. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) There you go. All right. I am surprised that no one went with my answer, but uh, but since we have a few minutes to kill here, I'm going to preface this with a caveat. I um, this this is actually a difficult topic for me because you know Jeff alluded to the Witcher a little bit earlier. I've always been obsessed with living in one of those medieval, I guess, timelines. You know, whether it be the Witcher, or Game of Thrones, or something like that. But then you think about it, and it would suck ass having to like like you know not having any forms of entertainment um you know other than you know like a you know little shows that 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 your court puts on for you and stuff there's executions Uh, those are always fun well you would have to yeah but then you would have to shit into a bucket and and i just don't know if i could do that i mean it's it's like you know it's it's not that bad by the way yeah i i just don't think i could do it you know as much fun as it would be to 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 live in westeros or uh or um i'm trying to think about the world of the witcher i i don't remember the name of the world at, at large but huh poland. poland yeah 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 i would have to say ultimately my answer and i'm shocked that no one picked this would be the star wars universe uh because it is it's basically unlimited and i mean it's yeah there's assholes there like like you know the empire and uh and whoever else you know or the huts or whoever else might be around but the sky's the limit <laughs> the stories are unimaginable there's there's uh there's laser swords for god's sakes there's lightsabers <laughs> i mean it's like you know you, you know it's a thing we all grew up with it's uh it's uh it there's the force there's uh you know and you know not the mitochondria bullshit like like the actual force you know what i mean it, it it's there's lots of different uh races you could i have mentioned before i would like to fuck a twi'lek 
and you know the, you know there's twilex i could fuck i mean it, it, it's it's you know there's there's huts i could fuck i mean it's it, it's like you know there there's huts there's, you could fuck jesus christ joe you just want to go to star to wars universe you could put your dick in every single sort of gelatinous <laughs> creature available look look you know what i'm hearing yes the universe is not your fucking yeah, condom yeah, yeah. god you know, just like just like just like jeff's when in rome you know you know yeah, when here's, the Moose Moose Isley, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Eisley, yeah. that's all I have to say. <laughs> you just want to fuck one of those world. giant teddy bear cockroach creatures that plays a flute thing. So you pick the world where there has they have super advanced technology where they can explore <laughs> every facet of the universe. It's got this mystical force field thing that allows you to warp space time. And the part you're interested in is fucking everything that moves. <laughs> and, and I also want to mention that in, in one of in, in one of these classes that Joe takes, these martial arts classes, I'm sure you've had the twirl of baton or sorry, a bow staff or whatever the fuck they call it. Not I yet, guarantee not you, I, well, when you do, I promise you, you're going to drop that shit so much. And I want you to think about if that was a lightsaber, what would happen? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You ever so, use I'm just saying like life. the force is something Very you don't nice. just have. You learn over time. Dropping that fucking sword, you're going to end up cutting off your toes. You're going to be some sort of weird amputee just like dave's doing right there not to say amputees are weird they're all people too who had some unfortunate circumstances but with joe being an amputee that'd be pretty goddamn funny <laughs> i i want to go back to him having sex with huts yeah actually the, the huts <laughs> was the thing that surprised me is like there's there's twi'leks i like to fuck there's huts i like well how many huts could there possibly be that you want to fuck like what the job of have a sister that really turns your eye what's going on here I'd fuck a Wookie. Wow. That's a good drop. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good drop. <laughs> oh, no, I know what I'm going to be pulling from this episode. Dave, can you score us so we can just get the fuck out of here and go to bed? <laughs> oh, I don't know a Wookie you can fuck, but I do know a Bigfoot you can. <laughs> I still can't find that video. I need to find uh, that video. <laughs> uh, just my answer. I'd like to go back to the Flintstones and live in the Flintstones area era for a little bit. Could, so. You want to subjugate all these weird little creatures and animals to be <laughs> yes. the machinery? Yeah, it seems like so cool. Have a little garbage disposal dinosaur. It just seems so fun. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, I think. Uh, I kind of like Jeff's answer. Caligula. Yeah. You know. Nice. Uh, Fair enough. Here's to having lots of wine. Yeah. Bacchus. Vomitoriums. The vomitoriums, yes. Oh, wow. I think everybody won a round this season. So, congrats. Nice. Uh, Josh Burke, do you guys have any you anything you would like to share or let our our dwindling audience know about before we cut you loose? Josh, anything? Mm. Uh, don't do heroin; it's bad for you. That's my <laughs> PSA. Mm. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> okay, Josh, you got anything better than that? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been making um beef jerky. And it's it's delicious. Um, if you don't like your meat dry, put it in your mouth and get it wet. We're gonna have to do that as a drop. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing with the huts. You you just have to find a wet spot. 
Okay, well, we'd like to remind everybody out there to like or subscribe on the show if you've made it this far because you haven't been offended yet. That would be great. We'd appreciate that. <laughs> Until next time, Dave, do you have anything before I leave or Joe, anybody before I cut uh, you I'm off? Good. Okay. Um, no. All right. Well, hit that like, subscribe button. Come back next week. We'll be here. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic. No more beer, my heart. Hard to cheer. Goodbye with you. I used to sing you for And you come in again. Again. Oh, that was. Ugh. I'd fuck a Wookiee.